0: I'm Aon
1: and I'm the Lioness
0: and you're listening to box number 512 podcast
1: Role black trans woman talk changing your world one conversation at a time
0: the show begins now If you would like to see this episode along with other exclusive content, make sure you become a patron by going to our box number 512 podcast Patreon page where you can become a patron for as little as $5 a month. The link to the page is in the show notes for this show. So make sure you go on over there if you would like to see the episode in addition to listening to it. All right, y'all back to the show hey y'all welcome to another installment of box number five podcast grown black trans woman talk I am your co-host Aeon.
1: and I'm the lioness how y'all feeling
0: Girl, so, that last so amazing thank you let's um get into updates now that you're back what have you been up to since the people last heard from me
1: oh honey so since the people have last heard to me I was in chicago so shout out to um continental and the continental family um i went to chicago this year and this was a special year because all four different categories of in the continental family were all presented in the same weekend usually elite and plus are done in easter but they collect they brought them all together this year because of course they had to do some covet rescheduling so but i really really enjoyed my time there in Chicago, I enjoyed the food. Um, I was in Brianna's old stomping grounds. I enjoyed it though, sis. Um, Chicago definitely is a vibe. You were right about the dustiness of the niggas. Um, <laughs> not, not that I was looking at all, but it was noticeable. Um, um, it was also. I... You're muted, sis. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Let me. Yeah. I was trying to do the space bar hold, but it was too long. Um, but yeah, so basically I, I went, I traveled, I had fun. Shout out to Southwest and them two bags. See, I'm usually a Delta girl, but I be paying out the ass for my bag. So now I was, so Southwest got me where I needed to be in a timely manner and I was able to take my two bags. So I am definitely gonna do that. Um, I'm supposed to be going to Denver in November. So I'm excited about Miss Southwest again. Um, other than that, um, everything has been really, really good. Um, this week, the podcast, um, that we, that my sister did, I was listening to that. That conversation was very, very interesting. I saw that some of you had opinions and we love them. We love them. Even when there may be a topic or something that doesn't necessarily hit you in the way that you wanted it to be hit. We appreciate your feedback because um, ultimately that's, I mean, you know, we know that we are someone that's putting our our takes on things every week and we're gonna have guests that are having their opinions, but we thank you. And I really am appreciative to see that people are engaging. So that was refreshing. I am in a good place. Um, I am in a very good place. I am in a place where I am, things are beginning to take off for me. Like I have opportunities coming on the line. Um, I feel like I'm in a good place mentally. There's a lot going on in the media right now, which of course we can talk about. Um, Brianna and I have been making really big plans for, um, some promo. Y'all stay tuned. Stay tuned. We'll give you the details on that later. And other than that, girl, I don't really have much to add. Um, life has been great. What about you? So I'm doing well. So
0: the biggest thing for me, my last day of my fellowship was on Monday. So I can't believe that that year went by so fast and it's over. I was kind of ready for it to be over, but I definitely have evolved as a young attorney. I have made some great connections and I've got to be a part of some amazing cases (laughs) and some amazing investigations. So I'm just... I'm just, I'm just really blessed. I'm really happy to have had the experience, and I start my new position. I'll be working at a law firm next month, uh, starting next Monday. So I'm really happy about that, and I'm really nervous. Like with every new job, you're not going to. Now that I've officially had like a postgraduate experience, you're not going to know everything going, and you just have. It's one of those situations where you have to learn as you go so i'm just looking forward to being in a new environment making significantly more money because mama has bills mama has debt she has to pay down because i I have to make some things happen in this next year so i'm just looking forward i'm happy about closing the one chapter on a positive note on a good note and going into starting a new chapter onto bigger and better things. And I usually have anxiety about leaving jobs because usually when I leave a job or when a job ends, most of my experience have been me quitting the job or just me being, just growing, becoming jaded by the job over time. And usually the relationship kind of breaks down, but in but for this situation, everything was able to have a full circle moment. So I, I'm just happy that I'm in a situation where if I need a letter of recommendation or I need a reference, I have people from this job that I can say, hey, can you do this for me? And I don't have to worry about what they're going to say. uh. Um, I want to give a shout out to my mom, by the time this episode comes out, it'll be her birth, her birthdays on the 15th, September the 15th, she's a Virgo, right now she is in Cancun, celebrating her birthday with some of her friends, this is the first vacation that she's taken in like two years, because she's a A central worker at two hospitals. So, at both of her hospitals, they kind of banned them from taking vacations, especially during the height of the pandemic. And she desperately needed a vacation. So, I'm happy that she was able to get out of the country. She's doing fine. She sent me pictures. I was in Baltimore early during the week because I took her to the airport and I helped her get some stuff together around the house. And I'm back here in the DC area because I had to work on Monday and because we have to record tonight and I I didn't feel like dragging my equipment. I just wanted to work out of my space here. I also have a special guest here with me. Pookie, come here, come here, come here. I'm about to say, she's banging now. Let I me mean, if you if you guys are watching on Patreon, this is my baby girl, Savannah. She's the family
1: dog. Oh, look at Savannah. She looks
0: so cute. Yeah, this is her first visit to my apartment. I, I I knew I was gonna bring her down here and just just so because she's one of them type of dogs where somebody has to be around her at all times. She's a Savannah's about like 13 or 14 years old. So she's a she's she's a senior citizen, but she's still a, a sweet girl, and she's been good. I've been it's been nice having company over here, and I, I just I love Sabina. We've had Sabina I think since like two thousand seven or like late two thousand six. So I oh love. Oh wow. so she's the
1: same age as Cleo. You know my cat. Really? Yes, Cleo's an old lady too. She's the grandma cat, <laughs> but she's our babies. I love when they. Girl, I'm I don't even want to talk about it. I'm
0: just Yeah, Savannah, up. Savannah is my this is my girl, this is my baby, and I love her um so much. And I'm so happy I gave her a bath yesterday and we've been walking and she's been smelling and peeing on everything outside. So um yeah, I'm I'm taking over the mommy duties while my mom is on vacation so she can get a break. So if you hear her barking in the background, if you hear barking in the background, it's probably her. Um, I didn't get to talk about it on the last episode, but for Labor Day, I did go to Dallas, Texas, and I had a pretty good time. My My flight there to and back, it was a nonstop flight. Everything went good. The flight was safe. I enjoyed Texas. I was able to do a lot of touristy stuff. I went to Reunion Tower, which is one of their, like, 400 feet attractions where you go up in the air and it's like this big sphere and it's like a light there's lights outside of the sphere to change colors at night and they have like an observation like a 360 observation deck where you can go outside and then walk in a circle and then you go up another floor and they have like a rotating like restaurant so I got to experience that. Now y'all know I went to Texas to have some fun and to interact with men. But I'm gonna be honest, the men that, it didn't really give what it, what I thought it was going to give. I was kind, I was kind of let down by that. Like. Like I said, when I went to Houston, bitch, it was so many fine men, and I had, bitch, I had a good time. I cannot say the same about Dallas. I I was really disappointed, and to the point where it's like, well, I'm only coming to Dallas when we gotta go to B Tech, and I'm gonna just enjoy that. I'm not, and if I want to have fun, I'm gonna go to Houston. But I, I I ain't gonna lie, I was really let down by Dallas. I was gagging, like not to say I didn't pull anything, but the the men that was approaching me, it wasn't my cup of tea. It was, it was given very dusty, very... And I was just like, not, not for no vacation. Not for, not, not for no vacation, people. Like, no. It, things are never that bad. So I, on that end, I was disappointed. But as far as from a touristy end, I had fun. I went to the movies. I saw um, Shang-Chi. At the, uh, I went to this movie theater kind of in North Dallas, and it was kind it was like one of them old school mom and pop movie theaters. When I saw Shang Chi, they had like couches, like instead of regular movie seats, it was couches, like big um couches. So you could sit on the couch and watch the movie. And then I went to see Candyman again. And that's
1: Shang Chi. Is that one of those like Asians where they dancing? And
0: no, life? no, no, no. It's the um Shang Chi. He's a Marvel superhero. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's like the first Asian. You know, um, you know, what
1: I was talking about, right? Where the little dance troupe that go around the world—I forget their name—but it's—I don't want to be racial, but it was—it sounds similar. <laughs> no, this is no, this is the
0: this is the Marvel superhero movie. It was it was really good. And then I saw Candyman, and then I went to their LGBT area, uh, Lawn. and I didn't want to go to any clubs just because I didn't fit one the numbers are going up, so I didn't feel like being in close proximity with people and the numbers are going up, especially in Texas. And I, for me, especially... I don't like going to the clubs with people. For me, being by myself, I just wanted to grab a bite to eat and feel the vibe of the people. And the people were outside. And it was just good to just sit down and take in the vibe. And I ate very well when I was in. Now, one thing I can't shit on is Dallas. Everything I ate tasted amazing. So shout out to Dallas. But I will definitely be back there for BTEC. Next spring, God willing, we're able to have it in person. Like I will be willing to go even if we all wore masks. That's something that I'm willing to do. No other updates than that. So now that fall is coming around, I know I said I wasn't going to do it, but Hot Girl Summer is coming to the, a close. And I, I, I want to be booed up for the fall. I don't, I, I, I don't know. Like I'm looking to be booed up. So submit your application, shoot your shot i'm looking to entertain somebody preferably in the dmv area um conversations like cuddling um that's a very that's a very the vibe i'm in the process of redecorating my apartment i want to change the color scheme i've been obsessing over finding like a a chocolate brown silk sheet and comforter set and getting like some like new like i'm I'm on like chocolates and nudes this um, fall. I don't know what where that is coming from, but that's kind of my that's kind of the direction that I'm gonna go in. And I don't know. I'm ready. I'm ready for love. Oh, and shout out to Chanel Hudson. I really enjoyed our interview. I enjoyed. I was listening back to the interview as when I was driving back to Virginia um, to come to my apartment, and I just really like. I really like doing the interviews where we have guests that just talk and just tell their story and it was so easy talking to her and i applied to be on on the reality show so keep your fingers crossed who knows I'm, i might i might be on the reality show or a show might be created specifically for me so if i i will be open to that but um yeah i might do some people up this fall so we'll we'll see what happens we will see what happens so before we get into our main topic definitely have to do some housekeeping make sure if you're listening to this on apple Podcasts that you are rating and reviewing our podcast that helps other people to find our podcast especially if they're looking for black trans and femme content also make sure that you become a patreon on our our patron on our patreon page the links are in the show notes for the show if you have any suggestions for things that you would like us to do on the patreon please don't hesitate to email us send us a dm so we can create content for you guys create stuff specifically for you and i think that that's about all of the the house announcements that i had for now did you have anything you wanted to add um, you're me oh you you good
1: I know Um, black trans lives matter and we thank you for all of your love and support for our patrons on patreon as my sister just said, we really, really appreciate your feedback and your love. Um, We like I said, we have some interesting things in the pipeline, so you guys stay tuned and continue to rate us and subscribe to us on all of our social media platforms, thank you. And also, shout out to my baby Nick
0: Blends. I got my hair cut and colored today. I was going to
1: wonder if he was going to mention it. I wasn't going to say nothing.
0: Yeah, shout out to Nick Blends. I love you so much. Every time I go to you, it's a a pure key. You are a cackle. I love you so much. As long as I'm in this area, you will be cutting my hair. You will be coloring my hair um, as long as you can. And thank you so much. Thank you for it it really getting my haircuts and getting my color. It really helps
1: build my confidence, so thank you for that. I agree so good hairstylist will change your change your confidence girl yes ma'am. What was I gonna say I I, I, I was I got a little mini thing that I wanted to speak on while we on hair so what I wanted to say this really fast is now. I don't know how to feel so y'all know i'm a natural nista my sister is also and I have been wearing my natural hair like consistently for maybe. I wanna say in some form of a natural hairstyle, whether it be the faux or my hair for the last two years. And recently I got a press and people act like, like I've had people make comments like, I didn't know your hair was that healthy and pretty. Well, bitch you ain't seen this big ass Afro I be rocking. Y'all haven't seen my curls that I be popping. Like, I just find it interesting that we still live in such a, society, a Eurocentric, idealized perception of beauty. That people act like I'm, I wasn't pretty until I pressed my hair. Like, though, so, I mean, I don't get me wrong, I appreciated all of the loving comments, but like, no shade. I posted pictures recently on my social media platforms and I got more comments, inbox feedback, and likes and all of that than I did on my wedding pictures. <laughs> and I didn't know how to take that. Like, it was like, oh, this is lovely that hundreds of people think that I look prettier with my hair pressed. But, bitch. It just was interesting. Um, not that I don't appreciate the compliments, and not that I did not. I mean, you know, cause you know, I, I I like the versatility of my hair that I can wear it pressed. And now that I have a good hairstylist, shout out to Raquel Henry, um, of Atlanta. I, you know, I I feel like I can I could do that sometimes. But girl, the pressure, right? Like the, like oh. Like, I see why, you know, some girls get to that place where they, they feel like they have to have a weave or they feel like they have to wear their hair a certain way. Because our hair, even our own people, our hair is just not received the same. And to get, like, to become internet famous on a press, and I wear my hair all the time, and, you know, people say they like, but it was just interesting. And I, I just wanted to bring that to the podcast. Girl, what do you think?
0: I, I think it's just... uh a consequence of the this, the world that we live in, the society that we live in, that sh- straighten hair or anything that's closer to straightened hair, you're going to get more compliments about it. You're going to you're going to be you're going to be better positioned on the uh, beauty matrix. And wearing your hair, you either knowingly or you unknowingly opt out of that, and the consequences of, of that are not that many people are going to tell you you look beautiful not that many people is and that doesn't mean that you're not beautiful it just means that in this country in this world we're kind of going um against the grain and we we just have to make sure that we don't we don't we don't People's comments are not a reflection of us. It's a reflection of the world and the society that they grow up in, and to, le- to learn to do that work so you don't allow that to be projected onto you. Um, and the, you know, this is something that I have to do uh, for myself because I know that I've even had uh, men when I on my profiles when I when I would have my pictures on. My, so this will this will be like two years since I cut my hair they'll be like, oh, I prefer you with the long hair, or I think you look prettier with the long hair, or you, I don't know if anybody said I look realer with the long hair, but whatever, and no shade, if you're somebody that values that, or you value that type of attention, it's going to sting, it's um, going to hurt, but I, again, with the centering men, and the centering the male gaze, and I'm not going to say that I, I don't like, having long hair or just like the versatility, or being like having like that vixen hair if i want to take a picture and just get the feel off the picture i'm not going to do it but i'm going to now i'm at a point i want to do it because i want to do it and also i think i've set my life up in a way where i don't have to be that type of woman to survive or to make money
1: what was the gag for me and that's important too that is important too I feel like I would have worn my hair probably more pressed often if I worked in a, in a, in a job where, because this is, this is often what I go through. So I've always been the girl. When I first get the job, I try to come as when I act, like when I first get it, I try to come as radical as possible. So you know what you're getting, you know, right. like, you know, like, so then when I do hit you with that other side, it's not, you don't have the expectation that, that, that me is this prim and proper um. Beauty Eurocentric beauty standard girl, you don't have that uh, perception that I'm gonna be that girl all the time. So I've always been the girl. I always try to start a job out with my natural, try to be, you know, very, you know, very much trying to be authentic to the most center of myself. Because I know if I if I show up a certain way, then it's gonna be, oh, I liked your hair better, and that now we gonna have a problem, and right? And I've also experienced and So even recently, like I've had people say things like, oh, if I would have known if, if, if my hair was like yours, I would never wear like that. I would always wear a press. Why do you, why do you, I know that's hard to manage. Like, why would you wear, you know, oh, I mean, girl, with all that thick, pretty hair, you supposed to be wearing that press all the time, honey. You could do, and they, they act like they're telling me what is my get through. Especially I've had other trans women tell me that like, oh, but you so much realer when your hair is straight. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that is so devastating in here that you really just don't see it for me until I look more like you think like But but
0: the but the shade is that's a reflection of how they see themselves because the the shade is if I can pump and I can get through with my natural hair and no and in fact I kind of feel like me having shorter hair, even if you clock or not, it gets me through because it's just like oh, this bitch is on some different shit. She's not trying to, you know, she's not trying to give bye-bye-boom. She, she can just sell it and just get through.
1: And I find people are more likely to buy it when it's not so packaged. Because the there is a transsexual starter kit. Like, whether you right. want to knit it or not, there's a package. There's the bundle. And the, and the whole like high feminine and lashes and the whole, I mean, you know, a lot of cis women are also, and I'm not, this is not to knock girls because, you know, that, that, that are embracing that, right? But it's just a real, real strong feeling to feel your own community judging your realness based on how they see your hair. And I can't even tell you how many I roll, the eye roll at all the gay men that were like, Oh, bitch, this is you. This Because, you know, they, once again, they feel like they want to give their opinion and rate and, rake and critique girls. Oh, you know, when you wear your hair, well, when you know, when you wear your real hair, you sit the girls. Well, first of all, I'm not competing. I'm living and I don't need to sit anybody. Those are my right. sisters. And I'm just navigating. And sometimes I'm going to wear my hair straight. But girl, it was, I, so to be honest, I knew that I was going to get that kind of attention. I didn't know how bad it was going to be. So much so that I waited days after I got the hairstyle to ever even post pictures. Like I had already had my hair pressed previously, that had, that went bad. And then I got it pressed, you know, again, and, and that, you know, I had to get that redone. And then when I got it done again was when I took pictures. Cause I knew, I just didn't, I, I knew it was gonna be a lot, you know, people were gonna react. I just didn't expect so many people to act like I was not, I was not that girl until I have hair down my back. And that's just ridiculous. So shout out to the natural nieces out there. I wanted to give us a moment of love. I wanted to speak to that because as trans women in particular, there is an expectation that if you're going to be a woman, you have to perform it in a certain type of way. And particularly for those of us that have melanin and that don't and that and that have three, you know, 4, four, four A, four B, four C hair, I, I wanna give us a shout out because we live in a world where people are often trying to you know, tell us that we could be just that much more prettier if you just do these things. And so I just want to give us that self-love. I know we have some natural nieces that listen because of some of y'all are my friends. And I just wanted to give us us a little bit of love this moment. You are beautiful as you are as your hair grows out of your scalp and any manipulations or coloring or whatever you choose to do is on you. And it does not reflect your beauty, your realness or anything about you because you're a miracle because you simply exist. That's all I want to say. And shout out to the men
0: that... Um, be caressing my hair and be playing with my hair, especially when they be hitting it from yeah, the back, man. and I be I mean, having a time. Like, the, like no shade, the the trait that I've interacted with, they live for it, girl. I I, they, I think it's unexpected, and they. Um, I don't know. If you're gonna fuck with me, bitch, you're gonna fuck with me in my rawest, purest form, bitch. I'm not performing. Like I, I don't have the energy. And that's one thing I, I I like about being natural. I'm able to work out more because I'm not worried about sweating my hair out. Yeah, I'm able to just get up and go. To just get up and go and just show up.
1: Working out, and I was just gonna say. That's another thing. If you're gonna be natural and try to wear your hair straight, sis, I was not able to work out while I had the hairstyle. You can't. I, was, I was always like kind of like trying to touch the edges up and like it was just it was getting I don't hair. have the
0: hair where I can press it out myself, bitch. I need help. I need <laughs> yeah, somebody. <laughs> like you know how some girls can press their hair Oh, out do a light blowout
1: with a blow dryer and right. I, I know. know. I need I need yeah. to be in the salon and I need a Marcel. Right. <laughs> it's like somebody has to get a hold to me old school, like Yeah, that,
0: it's been so easy for me to I don't have any excuses to work out because I don't have to worry about sorting out my hair. And it's just yeah. I don't think I not I, I'll I have a wig, but as far as me growing my hair out and getting like a relaxer, I don't think I'll ever do that again. No, um I, I just don't. Again. And I've
1: been getting pressure to do it, and especially because people saw how it was straight, but no, I never get a relax again. And I'm shout out to my husband for making me feel my most beautiful when it's just that big old halo. He lives for my crown. And so, you know, shout out for him for really just like going up. Like, it, you know, he find that. And I live for the fact that he thinks I'm most attractive in my most natural state. So shout out to my husband for being an ally to us natural women. <laughs> natural women. <laughs>
0: Yes. So what what is our first topic going to be?
1: So girl, let's get into, let's, 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 I want to get Nikki early so that then we okay. on that on the roast.
0: Okay. So go, go ahead, ahead, introduce the topic. I'm going to get my phone because I want to read the dumbass tweets that she wrote, but go when, ahead and introduce the topic.
1: Onika <laughs> Mirage. Um, also known as Nikki Minaj, recently has been in the media. Um, I don't know if she's got, she's probably got a new project coming because that's usually when they get controversial and start talking out their ass. But um, very recently there has been debate around the vaccine. There are mandates that have been given by our government right now for um, employers that have more than 100 people, for contractors that get government funding for um Subcontractors, anybody that works with the government, the mandates are happening. Um, Biden has signed some executive orders, a lot of corporations are getting behind it, and it's a thing. So, in that conversation with the mandated vaccines, the Met Gala this year decided to mandate the vaccine. Now, Nikki Minaj could have sat her ass at the house with her, with with, with the husband with all the charges and no and, and just kept to herself. But for whatever reason, she felt it was imperative to confuse her people. And so um, in response to her not being able to get on the Met Gala, she went on Twitter and she said some things. And I'm going to let my sister take over in a moment, but Nicki Minaj has got to be stopped. Um, I do believe that while... What's really sad is the disproportionate amount of Black people that are dying from this disease, particularly because of our lower vaccination rates in critical states where it's needed, like Mississippi and Alabama. I mean, you know, they're calling these places COVID war zones at this point. And in a a time where we can do everything, we have something that can seriously mitigate the risk of contracting COVID, it's just problematic for Um, celebrities like Onika and others to, I think Busta Rhymes also said something stupid recently, but I just, if you're not, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all, but don't spread misinformation. So, sis, give us a little of what Nikki actually said. So I want to say that she, apparently she had
0: time on Twitter, so she posted numerous tweets in relation to this topic, but the tweet that got her dragged the tweet, let me go back to it. My cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision and not bully. So this, So this. I just wanted to call attention to this tweet um, in particular, because this is the one that she got dragged because you're you like you're using the story of some guy that knows your cousin or whatever whose testicles are were swollen from the vaccine when it's been shown that swollen testicles are not a side effect of this vaccine and they are likely probably a side effect, um, side effect of some undiagnosed sti that is untreated which if your piece of if the the piece is a piece of trade the fact that he has an sti he head, That doesn't
1: surprise me, but it's just what really wears my pussy low. Well, let me just get into this. What really wears my pussy low at this moment is that nigga, you're, you're burning. You have chlamydia. You have some gonorrhea that you let go too long. You have syphilis. You have something else. That's the only way your testicles are swollen. Like and I hate that he's using that to like throw off the scent to his wife. Like COVID made my balls swell. His wife was gonna leave him not for the COVID shot. His fiance she perceived it was some bullshit. And I don't like that Nikki did not even try. Like I get that anecdotal stories from my family members, you know, but putting that on a using misusing her platform with millions of followers to put that bullshit out there when a Google could have clarified for her that that wasn't what it was. It just really just, that's just a slew of bad decisions that represent Onika at this point. Numerous of bad decisions. We're not going to get into her lifestyle choices. We're not going to get into her support of her family members that have been, you know, done some horrible, heinous things in community. We're going to stay on topic. But Nikki, you make bad choices. And this was a really bad choice. And I'm very disappointed in you for using your millions and millions of, do- millions and millions of followers to cast doubt on something that could save your own people. And, you know, even if, even if, let's just say in a wild ass world, bitch, you don't have testicles, Nikki, supposedly. So why was it? Why? <laughs> so why would that be a reason for you not to get the vaccine and go to, and not go to the Met Gala? Sis, just say I didn't have an outfit and they didn't really invite me because my husband has a current outstanding charge that he's got to deal with for not failing to register as a sex offender. Let's just say I need to lay low for political reasons and call it that. Let's just fucking lay low. Why do we have to make announcements to spread lies? And I just don't like that about her. And I, 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 I used to be more of a fan of her music. I don't think she's been hot for a while now. That's just my opinion but this ain't helping you get hot, sis. Like, put out some good shit. Do some features that actually sound good. Actually try to rap, because we know you can, because you haven't been recently, and stop spreading lies.
0: Yeah, my my thing is, okay, even if you don't want to get the vaccine, which... That's a choice. It's your choice. You chose to publicize these tweets, so you can't, because now she's doing this thing where oh now y'all are attacking black women and joy Reed. um i believe that's her name on cc um the black um show host on cnn yeah, Reed, had yeah. basically read her and was like gave the same thing i'm disappointed in you and nikki does this thing that she always does where it's just like i don't know why they are attacking me and we're all supposed to be black women and Black women need, like, she always does this shit, like, she doesn't know why people are upset with her, and I, we, are, we are not stupid. not Right. We are not stupid. Even if you didn't want to get the, the vaccine or whatever, you have full agency not to, you know, if you, you know, read the room, you know, given the times that we're in, with all of these variants popping off, with all of these hospitals feel beyond like, this is still a thing that if, this was a kitchen table conversation. You don't have no friends. You don't have no people in a circle where this conversation could have been kept off the internet. So yes, sis, we're going to drag you because the the goal here is not to protect Nicki Minaj, the Black woman. The goal here is to save as many lives as we can because niggas are Particularly Black line. Right. Niggas are still contracting COVID. Niggas, I just find it odd that you're posting about these conspiracy theories, but when it really matters, especially when it's issues about supporting black women, when it's issues about supporting LGBTQ folks who are a large part of your fan base and no not you doing some doing some having a contract with Mac and you're making money off of the community, but you actually using your platform to talk about when one of the girls is a badge or one of the girls is a hack or for pride, or when post, like, you, you go, you are intentionally silent on so many issues until it's something that directly impacts you, and you and want then you to tomorrow. be, right, and then it's black women, and, and this is like, Nikki, again, you're even not talking about your, the other reasons why you're in the hot seat right now, sis you have you have the choice you have the authority to just fall back be rich and just live your life nobody asked you to put these tweets out but since you put these tweets out into the universe and since they were fucked up the girls are going to have something to say about it
1: well what i hate is when the girls want to read another girl they want to go into their clout bag and say you don't even have as many followers you don't sell as many buckets you don't have the platform that I have. I am the queen. No one has to pass me. I'm the listener. Well, queen, remember that being a queen means that you have a queendom of people that are looking up to you. You have millions of followers on your platform. And if they're, and we are constantly in community. Now, don't act like you're stupid. Don't play stupid. You know that in community right now, they have been getting, they're, be, they're begging celebrities to get behind this vaccine. They know that we, our own people are aware that we're being significantly impacted. Why? Because most of us catching it and don't have the insurance that these other folks have. We don't have the option to get some of these experimental therapies that other people can afford. So unfortunately, you know, and we already know that there's a disparity in pain management in hospitals and how they treat Black folks. So I am just, I am just disappointed that she's now trying to say did not educate herself, and is trying to say, I'm being attacked, but since you got on your, you used your queendom and all of them followers and all that shit you brag about to, to put out misinformation. And and then you talk about you need education, but you can't buy no education, girl. You girl, don't listen, I'm not, listen, I I'm not, you're a millionaire. You don't have to be educated. Hire a bitch to, that can manage your Twitter that's educated if you don't know what the fuck you're saying. Ask somebody. Go on your computer. That shit is free. The CDC website is fucking free. Google is free. You don't need to have no PhD in nothing to know that that was some dumb shit. They talk about your... Your cousin <laughs> should be mortified you're discussing his swollen Right. <laughs> like-, <laughs> <laughs> like, so for the family, so for ornika's family, we know now, even if I was at the service and I didn't know what was going on behind the scenes, I know now that nigga nuts is swollen, and it I know was it's just, It happened. was
0: just inappropriate on so many levels. So,
1: so many, many levels. levels. So many levels. And if it's your husband, just say he gave me an STD, and we're trying to explain what happened. Like, girl, because I don't. <laughs> like, what cousin is calling to talk about his nuts to the family? Right, like how, like, girl.
0: Yeah, it's just like read the room. Like we like uh, if you don't want to get the vaccine, whatever. But like, don't like. You can't, you can't have this great access and just expect to be absolved of the responsibility. It don't work like that.
1: Oh, much is given, much is required. And that's one of my favorite things because it keeps me humble because I have to be aware that, yeah, we now have a podcast and we get a little money coming every month. Yeah, we have people that are fo- that are following after us. Yeah, this both raises our awareness and community. But in return for this platform, in return for all of the things that God has given me with book speaking engagements and being the vice president of a sorority, I have to remember that to whom much is given, much is motherfucking required, and I'm responsible for the things that come out of my mouth. And I don't have, I don't have twenty thousand followers. Okay, I don't have you know. So to think, to say, to say. You know, she has millions of followers and brags about being in that top 5% of of Instagram where she, you know, she's one of the super influencers where she has millions and millions of people following her and you just going to put out some dumb shit? Nikki, that's fucking stupid. And yeah, you needed education before you got on your motherfucking timeline. That was a Google, I feel nothing for you. If you can get millions of dollars and buy a new paint car every year, bitch, you can take some of that money and invest in it. You spend college education money on every one of your cars. Bitch you're wearing several degrees on your arm. If you really wanted to be that educated, girl, and I'm not, I'm not even saying you needed that, because you can get that from the computer, like I said. But if you really want to be technical, don't put it on us to have the labor of trying to correct you, of trying to pull you to the side after the fact about some shit you could have researched in the beginning. That's problematic.
0: So so going on to the yeah, I have I have nothing for it, it like isn't it's not cancel her, but she is committed to making poor choices and I'm just, it's no shade, you haven't made any contribution great enough for me to not side-eye some of your choices, not not in 2021. Not in 2021,
1: which brings us, so to that point, well for you guys today, we did, we're, we're doing more of a current events episode. We did have a um, interview for today and our, our, our guest was unable to attend. Um, Due to a medical emergency. So shout out to to that guest and we hope that you recover well, but we wanted to do something that was topical because there's so many different things that are going on. So before we leave. So I want to transition to our next mini topic, which is um, I recently in the media, there have been two radio hosts one out of Denver, Colorado, and one out of Florida that were huge, of course, Trump supporters. And also huge Um, anti-vaxxers, very much in support. And I know that there was another story last week of a gentleman that ran a nonprofit. Well, not really a nonprofit, but he ran a special interest group online and he called himself the king of the anti-vaxxers or something like that. Mr. Anti-vaxxers, whatever it was. He. uh, But I want y'all to know that not that not getting vaccinated and not wearing masks and advocating for people to not wear masks and advocating for people to not be vaccinated is a losing game because this <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to laugh because like people are dying. <laughs> it's a losing game not. it's a game it's gonna gag you every time. And unfortunately, two of the three that the individuals that I just named—one in the one in Colorado, one in Florida—they on literally started out in the hospital. While in the hospital, still, I'm—I'm I'm, well. I'm kind of actually glad that I have COVID because I'm doing my part for herd immunity.
0: I'm, um, you know, bitch. There's no such thing as herd immunity because you can catch it again, bitch.
1: Well, and what people don't realize is yes there is a benefit to majority of people having some sort of immunity or immune reaction that that's what the vaccine does it creates a immune response but what you're not realizing is you're also infecting so many others when you get the virus they say most people that get it have infected between five to eight other people so it's (laughs) it's like you're not getting... So even if you say, okay, now I have the, the the antibodies in my system because I did get the virus. First of all, that's short-lived because you can't get it again. They're saying that, the, and particularly with the Delta variant, the, the antibodies are only lasting three to five months. So you can get the shit again. You can get it again. And gag is, it took you three months to recover from the last COVID and then you get it again. And so what people aren't realizing, you have to make sure you're doing everything to protect yourselves. but for particularly those individuals. And it was... It, I have seen very prominent um, political pundits having a key off of this, like really falling the hell out, like putting the people pictures up and having a key and very much giving burning hell teeth. And like, <laughs> I, I don't, and, oh, 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 and one of them, one, one of them, particularly the one in Colorado, I don't want to say his name, but in the article, he was also during the AIDS epidemic when it was at its worst, within the AIDS pandemic when it was at its worst, he would do, he would read AIDS, patients, victims, you know, their victims. He would read the victims' names, and then with another one bites the dust playing in the background. And he would have a key with his co-host over all the new HIV deaths when it was when they would announce them when people were dying back in the day. And um people were saying, How ironic is it now that you know, oh, but before they die, they all start out. That's what I was gonna say, they all start out being anti-vaccine. But before they died, both of the individuals with their last dying breath wanted to release a statement through their family, go get vaccinated. So now you were denying it, denying it, denying it. We're all making it up. It's a scam. It's a lie. But with your dying breath, you realize it was a mistake, but it's too late. So I wanted to bring that to the attention, Onika. I wanted to let all of the, all all of the individuals out there, because the gag of it is you have a beautiful child. You Have a new life ahead of you, and she did get COVID. So, Nicki Minaj actually got COVID. She actually said that she got COVID, and she hasn't. She said, Imagine not being able to hug your baby, and she was trying to get sympathy. But it's like, since you're a denier, you are a fucking denier. And, girl, you had no, no go ahead, go
0: ahead.
1: No, girl, I know we can read, but. To that point, y'all, I just want y'all to know people are dying. And even the anti-people, the people you're listening to to get this bad information, the author of a lot of the articles that y'all are sharing to be um, anti-COVID, those people are dying. They're dead. It's a losing game. So I need y'all to all go get your shot. Um, and, And don't be so mad and don't be so harsh and You know, I hear people saying stupid shit like I will quit my job if they make me get it, make me get the vaccine. Bitch, you didn't need the job. There are too many people unemployed. And if it's a good job, I want somebody to get in there that wants to do everything they can to get the job. You can get vaccinated. You get your kids vaccinated to go to school. You had to get vaccinated to go to college. You have to get vaccinated to go to different parts of the world. For those of you that travel, if you've been to any of these other countries, there are vaccination requirements to go. So you're used to being mandated. This is not something new. Mandated vaccines are not new. This is not a new world order. No one is oppressing us. This is actually the government doing what the government does in times of disaster and stress to get the general amount of the populace onto the new way. Now, black people, I get it. I get it. I fucking get it. I get that it could be a thing to not trust the government. I, I get it. But ultimately, when you're when when so many of us are dying and they're saying that the percentages of you dying are almost slim to none with the vaccine, but there's a great chance 90-something percent of people dying right now from the Delta variant are people without the vaccine, which is five times more contagious than the regular COVID that was wearing everybody out last year. You're a fool if you're not getting vaccinated now. And I'm at the point, particularly for those of you that work in medical fields or interface with people (laughs) on a regular basis, you are fucking disrespectful. And I don't, and I don't, and it's actually now becoming like a I don't fuck with you. I don't fuck with you. So I'm not going to be shady. But when I was in um, I, um um Chicago, one of the individuals that I was kind of around as a part of the larger group was talking that anti-vax shit. And I just, I'm going to keep it real. I couldn't even really fuck with her too much after that. It was like, oh girl, like, not, not that she was a bad person, but it was just like, was not wearing a mask ever that weekend. I don't even think brought a mask where Well, had to have brought at least a, play, a paper one because she had to wear it on the plane, I guess. But did not demonstrate a mask the entire weekend. Did not, was not vaccinated. Had fake paperwork to get into the show because you had to be vaccinated to get in the Continental. <laughs> had fake paperwork to get in. It's just like all of that, like, since just go get vaccinated because the, the gag of it is, she was like I'm I'm more afraid of the vaccine than I am of the virus cuz if I got the virus at least I know I can strengthen my immune system. Sis. If you have the virus, girl, black black, this is, oil is not going to
0: shit is really taking people the girl it's not a, I'm going to get sick and I'm going to get girl you don't know when you're going to get better.
1: If you're going to like girl, and even if you survive, this delta variant is causing brain issues with people. It's causing ongoing blood clot issues. It's causing multiple organ issues as a result of the effects on the um, central nervous system. So, like y'all asses need to be really, really clear. Even if you survive, you probably are not going to be the same. Mo- Talk to the COVID people. Talk to them. It's not just the smell anymore. This shit is causing real long-term effects to the people that are getting this, 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 this virus. Protect yourself. Do whatever you can. But for the love of God, if you're gonna, and that was the part for me about her. If you're going to be anti-vax, that's your body. But no mask? Oh, girl. I, I want no mask. <laughs> <body. laughs>
0: <No. laughs> yeah, I I have a friend that's close to me that is a very conspiracy theory and all of that. And I choose not to get into that topic um, with him because I don't want to argue with him because I'm like, two of your close friends, we're both vaccinated. So, like all of this conspiracy theory shit, we're both vaccinated. So, what do you what are you saying about us? I don't know. I trust I trust science. I get the fear, but as somebody that has that is able to live the best life that I can live because of science, girl, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna trust modern medical technology. I doubt the girl that I'm
1: talking about is listening, but if you're listening, sis. Don't listen to Nicki Minaj. The testicle swelling is not a real thing. (laughs) It's not a real thing. You know, you all over Yeah, I just,
0: I don't think we can convince people. If people want to be dumb about it, that's fine. I just want you to know, if you think you're just going to walk into an ER room, if, if and when you do get sick, And you're just gonna be able to be treated. I just wanna let you know, bitch, you're in for a rude awakening because all of these hospitals are at capacity. Yeah. And by the time that you finally break down enough to wanna get a vaccine, it'll it'll like they're not gonna give it to you and you're already sick, bitch. One. So and it's probably gonna be too late.
1: So yes, that's it. That's another thing. A lot of a lot of people on their deathbed, and I've been watching videos from doctors online that people frontline workers. A lot of people on their deathbed are begging for the vaccine, and it's like, no, the vaccine isn't a cure. The vaccine, a cure. The vaccine is a cure. <laughs> you missed your window. Now are right. like, we're gonna intubate you now. You missed your window, and it's unfortunate. And even though we're laughing, it's kind of like that ironic, sardonic laughter because we know that this is something that is like a comedic tragedy in the sense that it's so simple to just trust the medical professionals, but y'all gonna listen to Nicki Minaj anyway. And that, and, it's,
0: and I'm and I'm watching the news and I'm seeing um I, I feel so bad for everybody that has to go back to school. And you have these parents outside protesting for their child's right not to wear a mask. Like wearing a mask is the most like for me isn't is not an intrusion, but I have no problem I think this whole situation is showing us the 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 major flaw of being an American yeah. is that we're selfish. And our selfishness is our downfall because we can never do anything that has the best interests of other people or, or how our actions are gonna affect other people because that makes you seem weak. It doesn't make you seem competitive. And we can't be number one. We can't be uh, America. If we're not we're not focused on our self-interest. And we're seeing this in how how even saying if you wear a mask, if you get vaccinated, not only will it help you, but it will help other people. And people just don't give a fuck about that.
1: The other people part that they don't give a fuck about. And that is an American. I feel like that. And unfortunately, I do feel like that is a uniquely inherited America worldview. I'm not not United States. There's a particular American worldview. Where people really believe to be an American means that I'm above like and this viruses don't give a fuck about how much money you make viruses don't give a fuck about the Constitution and your rights. Viruses don't give a fuck. And particularly because there is so much precedent like most of these people have had all of their shots and are now scared of this vaccine. Like, because I heard it, it could cause autism. Well, bitch, you could have had autism years ago if that was real. And if you do just the minimum of research, vaccines do not cause autism. Like, that has been debunked. And 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 I this vaccine will not make you sterile. And please, for the love of God, do not take horse medications. Do leave that shit alone. If the doctors are saying it's gonna kill you, it's gonna kill you, sis. You don't need to take a dewormer for horses, cows, and and (laughs) horses, cows, and cloven animals for you to be, like, that shit is calibrated to to really work on thousand pound animals. Don't do it. Like, just please don't. And I just want our viewers out there, particularly our trans viewers, you know, they don't give a fuck about you. You know, Nicki Minaj and her homophobic husband don't give a fuck about you. So don't, please don't follow behind her because you like her beats, girl. They will, they will, they will, they will literally step over your body and keep pooching because the, in in general, we have to look out for ourselves and I want our people, I know our people to be highly intelligent, but I also know our people to be sometimes wanting to follow the pack and follow the trends because we don't want to be yet another thing against us to be ostracized, but honey, get vaccinated, make the choice that particularly for you even Girl, don't get me started on you girls. I hear immune compromised talking about I'm not gonna get the the vaccine. So (laughs) it's (laughs) what? Girl, you know I know. What is going on? Like, girl, you better go get that vaccine. But yeah, I just, and you going to sex party still? You better get that vaccine, bitch. Yeah, I, like, the,
0: all of these variants, like, I'm glad I was able to travel and knock on where I was safe, and I feel healthy, but I'm I'm slowing down on my traveling, bitch,
1: because I, you know, I, like, shit out here. So you crazy. get COVID from sucking dick, and I, I don't know who needs to hear that, but you, you can wear the mask with the trade and then pull it off to suck his meat, but girl, <laughs> you know, comments like spit, it's like, it's like <laughs> snot, it's a bodily fluid, so his pre coming your throat is exposing you. So you can wear the mask all day long in your Twitter videos and then and pull it down to suck the dick and then put it. the Girl, that's not helping. You just need to just. It's not helping at all.
0: Hopefully you're. Yeah, back. I I don't know when when this shit is old dead, dead and gone or whatever. I still want to be here, so I I'm I will probably be in line to get the booster. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit
1: girl i'm getting a booster i am i want to get me the booster i just whatever it's gonna take for me because again the world still has to continue and i do have like i said i just told you all early i have a denver flight coming like i i know i'm gonna be traveling i'm gonna try to socially distance the group that i'm going with with you know it's a retreat environment and all of us are vaccinated we're going to be alone and it's not many of us but bitch it's just it's just as the numbers get higher and higher and i've already booked my flight and i'm like bitch if it get too bad, I might just have to cancel my flight.
0: It might be a virtual retreat.
1: It might have to be because I, I don't want to expose everybody to the virus. And to be honest, I know some people that I know, I know girls are lying about their vaccination status. So it's just like, girl, I just want us to do better. And yeah, so, um, Thank you guys for listening to this topic. We're gonna to get off our first soapbox now, but we wanted to address that. And Nikki just tied into the COVID issues and Do your research. Stay educated. Don't abuse your platform.
0: So, what's our next topic?
1: We can talk about Oh, Lil Nas X, or Nas. the MT, or we could do Newland. I want Lil Nas X to be our big topic. Okay, uh, I want him to be last. We're gonna one more topic, which is the um, the VMAs and the and that'll segue perfectly into him. The the, um, the, the double standards and the stereotyping oh. of how we perceive gay men or trans folk versus lesbian and bisexual women and how they're given this ability to performatively do lesbianism on TV. And that's not considered the same salaciousness as what's going on. So I'm going to, I'll introduce the topic. So as I'm sure you all, unless you have been living under a rock, you have heard about the controversial figure, Little Nas X. Very recently, he has an, well, very recently, he has been doing promo for an album that is coming out. Um, and one of the, a couple of the videos that have come out now, one involving him going to hell and taking over, and the other involving um, him in jail, turning the jail out. Both have (laughs) (laughs) very, very... I'm so
0: proud of him,
1: bitch. I am so fucking proud of him, bitch. I live for his level of don't give a fuck. But the world has been really, really tearing him down about it. And there has been a lot of controversy with very prominent figures weighing in, particularly little Boosty and T.I., And a lot of those toxic man circle, that toxic man circle, they've all been weighing in on how he's how he's bringing down, and he's spreading a gay agenda, and he's trying to affect masculinity, and he's judging our kids, he's exposing our kids to something that they can't process, and this is an abomination, and these kids are gonna be confused, and they trying to be straight, and you gonna make them gay? Well, first of all, if you if you're trying to be straight, you're not straight. You should you we don't you don't really have to try if you are. That's just something I want to put out in the space. But you know, it, it th- there have been a lot of male celebrities that have been weighing in and using children as the justification for their rage and outrage at Little Nas X and his antics. So Little Nas X has been performing these songs and these songs in the videos, for those of you who have not seen them, spoiler alert. The videos are extremely um, liberal and loose. They're no more sexy, in my opinion, than a wop. They're no more sexy than any of these other videos that have been prominent in the media right now. Meg Stallion videos are just as the same. City girls will hit you with the same shit. Like, he's not doing anything, in my opinion, that is particularly salacious. Oh, bitch.
0: Have you seen the Suki the Pussy Everywhere video?
1: Suki Hana. Have you seen the video, girl? I have not, but I've seen previous videos, and I'm at that age where I know I, I'm just—that's young people shit. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: no, keep, keep talking. I'm going to send you the link, and I want you to watch it as you're as we're talking about double
1: standards, bitch. Keep talking sis. Keep talking. But to my point on that, Little Nas has been performing his stuff on on, on, the, on the media, and shout out to him for winning. Um, awards last night, I believe he got Song of the Year. Um, oh, Video
0: of the Year. Video of the Year because it's VMA. And he thanked he thanked the gay agenda.
1: He did thank the gay agenda. I love him. When I tell you I love him, the, he he got his video music award last night, and he did his thing. But so many people are so focused on Little Nas X, and there's a double standard. So last night at the VMAs, there was a performance. That included Normani and Tiana Taylor. Pause, watch the video sis, watch the video. Okay, hold on. So you're
0: gonna, you're gonna get a live reaction of the lioness watching the Pussy Everywhere video, so. Okay.
1: She's clicking
0: the link.
1: Right now, okay, the link has been clicked.
0: Is the video playing?
1: No, it says here goes the video pussy everywhere. I have to. So it's so elaborate. First of all, it's so scandalous. I had to click a disclaimer. But go ahead. Oh, my okay. God. Wait a minute. She naked from the door, bitch. A million. It's time to show these fun because how we pop that motherfucking ass for the motherfucking kid. Yeah. Yeah. See that little bitch? Was that the Watch, Watch the
0: video, sweetie.
1: Looking at my pussy, come get the his, his
0: Wait, bitch, his titties out. Hey, pussy, 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 pussy. And this
1: is on Twitter, bitch. This is on Twitter. Oh my god, these women are completely fucking naked. Glass of water
0: on their
1: last piece, no <finish>. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the eating. Wait, that's a clip. Oh, no. I'm out. Oh, she's showing out. Suck your stomach in.
0: fuck your ass Suck your stomach in. Put put
1: So you oh no, she's singing herself. No, bitch. No, she wait a minute. Bitch, she she her titties is <laughs> bouncing off of her head. Yeah, this so, is so right. porn. I'm out. I don't have to sit. So house. back to the, and mind you, this came this
0: came out after the the little Nas X stuff. And back to your conversation on double standards. Double fucking motherfucking
1: <laughs> standards, bitch. That was porn. Pure <laughs> fucking porn. No <laughs> hands or <laughs> butts, bitch. I see why Twitter made me click a disclaimer. Bitch, I would not, I watched that on my regular Twitter page. I wish I had done it on my frequent, which that was so bad. Like, girl, first of all, let me say this. <laughs> I am too old for this. Like, I, I'm aware that these, yeah, I am too old for this. I am aware that I am at that age now where I, it really, cause I, I can see beyond the 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 shea ass shaking and see the exploitation, right? Like this would never be allowed on God's America if this was niggas touching d- dick, niggas touching dick, fingers, jamming balls, old, again. Right. balls <laughs> with each other, hand. like his, eating suck, licking balls and sucking dick on camera. Like that's all of that. That was the most graphic video I've seen in a long fucking time. <laughs> bitch, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. That is scandalous. That would not, girl, that wouldn't even make BET uncut. Like bitch. <laughs> They would have to blur her on uncut. Like, that was really, really intense. And like, I, you know, shout out to Hana. Like, this is not me in any way shaming this woman for her sexuality. But there's absolutely no way that that is a fucking okay and has not burned the internet down. When, you know, when little Nas X is not even doing anything. And Boosie like and, and, and them have been on mute. On mute. Not nothing. But now, mind you, specifically when we're talking about a war shows and they're trying to say little Nas X's appearances on the war show are scandalizing because men are doing this and men shouldn't do that. Ignoring the fact that, first of all, his fashions, while they are really, really, uh, you know, really, really innovative, he's just he's really not do reinventing anything. Like if you look at our 80s rock stars, he's really giving you the same shit. Like there's right. a picture that people are sharing of him and even sexual chocolate from- um, from um, Coming to America. Coming to America and they did a slide by side and him with the jerry curl in the outfit and Lil Nas with the jerry curl in the outfit. It's the same shit. Like Lil Nas X is not really doing anything That is necessarily particularly revolutionary What's revolutionary is that he don't give a fuck what people think and that's what I live for about him. But now on the flip side Tiana Taylor and Normani at that same award show and Janet Jackson has done it before Madonna has done it before, like this performative. Um, bisexuality, these performative, these performative lesbian acts, particularly for the attention of the male gaze. and And it's an imagination of how men would see women together. And because it's done for the male gaze, women are given a permission to be able to express their sexuality. Why? Because the male gaze don't give a fuck about what women feel. The male gaze is selfish. And I don't know that we're aware that, yes, these women are doing these things. But when you're when you're doing it, when you're engaging in this behavior performatively, Tiana Taylor, her husband and child, Normani as a whole straight woman, but you all on TV doing this just particularly to titillate men and men in the audience. Because true, if you talk to women, that shit ain't how it go down no way. That's not necessarily how, th- th- what it looks like to be in a real queer relationship and to have a queer sexual encounter. It's really people imagining what would turn men on to in order to make this a great performance. Now, what is how is this different than what Lil Nas X is doing? There is no difference to me, but there are a lot of people that are doing this double standard of, well, um, you know, girls and boys, you know, they process differently. And, you know, girls, you know, it's not that serious. No, women's sexuality is serious. Yeah,
0: but <laughs> women can really be lesbians.
1: Women can be lesbians 100% and not do it for at all or care about the male gays. Lesbians are also not all femme girls shaking their titties for the camera and licking titties and bouncing their titties on people's head for people to look at. Like, that's not how it's going <laughs> in the bedroom in real queer relationships. All women that a lot of women that are engaging in this behavior don't feel the need to represent themselves physically in a way to attract the male gaze either and if we're being authentic about what these relationships look like it's not what you see on stage with the high glam and the thongs and and they performing for men so the reason why we brought this topic up is we really wanted to call out the bullshit and speak to this performative concern about children. little Boosie, You're not concerned about no motherfucking kids when you brought you just don't like queer
0: people.
1: No, you brought your child a prostitute. You should be in jail. You said yourself for your child's birthday, 14th birthday. You got him a prostitute because you didn't want him to be gay. Well, listen, that's sexual abuse. And you don't give a fuck about kids. You just care about gay people, and you want to use that as a justification for your homophobia. And don't get me started on that bitch. Um, that um, what's her name? The the little the man that rep tries to rep our community sometimes. Oh, Zoe. Oh, bitch. No, nah, I wasn't going there. I was no the man. Um,
0: flame.
1: Flame oh. Monroe. Yeah, Flame. Flame ass. I, I'm not even gonna get into the politics of him not even really. I'm not even going there, but I just wanna say, we gotta stop entertaining this foolishness as a community. The same energy we have for the baby, we gotta to have to protect our baby, right? So we can band together and get lock in arm and stuff and get, get an artist as big as the baby kicked off of all of them different platforms and him having to apologize, We need to stand behind little Nas X. And what I really find interesting is, is that there are even a lot of gay people that are saying, does it take all that? Does he really have to do all that? I mean, is it, you know? And it's like, why can't you advocate for one of us to be our full authentic self, just the same way you advocate for anybody else or you arguing about who better Nikki and Nikki versus Kim like y'all don't take that same energy to defend your own and that's why what I love about Brianna and I our son our collective son Lil Nas X we try to really uplift him we have to share him girl because we need one of us (laughs) but (laughs) we're not giving in y'all so but our son Lil Nas X like we really have to stand up for him and champion him the way we do because the world don't give a fuck about him. And the larger black community as a whole says that they're about respectability politics, but I'm convinced now it's all a hypocritic bullshit. What do you think, Sis? Um. Well, you know, that's my son. I love
0: him, I'm proud of him. I think we, in order to evolve this conversation, we're really gonna have to um, radically refrain what like Boosie and all of these people are doing as sexual harassment um and nobody wants to be painted with a sexual harasser brush so you need to stop doing the behavior you boosie like boosie
1: that is sexual harassment talk a little bit more about that no
0: it's sexual harassment it 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 speaks to the way that we normalize sexual harassment particularly against lgbtq people how we made it acceptable to always point out why you why you being gay why you have to be a fag why you like why like and normalizing, normalizing people having conversations about your sexual orientation or your perceived sexual orientation. And Boosie is, BUSI, like, th- these are the same type, like the shit that Boosie is doing and Boosie and company, these are the same type of things that are going on in their families. These are the same type of things that are going on in the workplace. And I think to really, I don't think we, like somebody like a Boosie, I don't think we're ever going to be able to change his mind. I, I, he, he has the right to remain ignorant, and that's none of my business. But he must be shamed in order for him to stop engaging in the behavior. Like, if, if, if we call this what it is, sexual harassment, and we know the stigmas around sexual harassment, and nobody wants to be a me-too person. Um, I think that will that will cause those type of conversations to stop, and for us to stop normalizing these type of conversations, especially about um, our Black LGBTQ people, because it's inappropriate for you to talk about so, and and just because and also just because somebody um, uses their platform to express their identity or to be open about their experiences as a queer person, that doesn't invite you to then. Um, badger them or harass them because of that identity. Um, that's not an invitation for that. So I think, um, and thank God Little Niles X is somebody that can take it on the nose and that can, um, he, he's, he's so good at, um, at owning his power and reclaiming his power. Um, and he's very playful of that But I think we have to really um, Talk about what this is It's sexual harassment And it's the people in our family The people in our circles That condone the sexual harassment That don't call Oh, Bruce, there Nobody's telling Boosie You're Like you're low-key Giving rapey energy rapist energy
1: Because you keep talking about this man Referring to him sucking dick Referring to what he might be doing Making all of these assumptions About his sexual <laughs> behavior Based on how you perceive what what you might perceive him to be doing based on how he looks and that is complete rape culture like the idea that there's something about me that's standing out and because of that you're making all of these sexual assumptions and inferences about what I may or may not be doing based on appearance and then publicly harassing him and sharing his conspiracy theories about what this boy might may or may not be doing sexually to the world like that is crazy And if this were the other way around and this was a man going on and on and on about a woman in this way um i think that there would be an entirely different reaction and i feel like what's really sad in my opinion is the lack of support that he's getting from black women who know this behavior for themselves to be something that can lead to murders and death of their own of themselves like we have to start checking cis hetero men For this idea that if I I have the ability to speak on your life, your existence, your sexuality and how it's expressed and whether I like it or not, because I'm a man and because as a man in this community, I'm over you. As a cis hetero man, I'm over you. I'm more important than you. I am the spokesperson. I am the defender of what it means to be black. Or a black man or a black woman. I mean, they don't, these men, the TIs of the world, the little boosies of the world, they don't give a fuck about nobody else but their own point of view. And they're encouraging a culture where men are getting more and more comfortable centering their sexuality, centering their worldview, and centering their oppressive opinions about the other minorities under the same black umbrella that it's scary. It's getting, the world is getting scarier. And I never thought that I would be able to say, you know, when I remember in the um, early thousands, I just remember kept saying, if I just keep living, the world will evolve beyond this hate. That was the thing that kept me alive sometimes when I wanted to give up on life was I just got to keep living and eventually the world will progress. What's sad is, is that now here we are, to, you know, I transitioned in the early thousands, 2001. Here we are 20 years later. And I still see that we live in a world where instead of it actually getting the voices of these vocal hate, the voices of vocal hatred is getting less. I almost feel like as people have become more exposed, it's getting worse because these black men honestly feel like for little Nas X to be himself, they're losing something. And that's crazy to me. That's just absolutely crazy. It's, it's completely crazy to me that they can't see his blackness and his dark skin blackness before they see his sexuality to them. Like they're not going to support him just strictly off of the, simply off of the fact that he's not performing his maleness in a way that they think that he should. And I'm glad. So shout out to Little Nas X also for not giving a fuck. My son is a warrior and he don't, and he's a troll and I and, and in the best kind of way because he pushes back on all of the shit. He takes the things that people say about him and the and the gay agenda and he he leans in when a lot of people would retreat. And but I do know that that takes a toll on your mental health. So while it's cute, it does it does and while it's cute and all of that, the mother in me wants him to know, make sure you practice the self-care, baby. Make sure that you realize that you don't have to do anything to represent this entire community. Make sure that you're aware that you're doing, make sure that you're doing things that make you happy not to make other people pissed off. And make sure that if now if that's what makes you happy, that's fine. But make sure that your motivation center yourself and not reactions, because I do think that In our community, because we're so proud of him that can put unnecessary pressure on him as an artist to feel like he's constantly got to push the envelope and be the girl that's getting the darts thrown at her and the kids are living. But I know that mentally, that is a very, very scary place to be and we've lost a lot of amazing talent in our world from being under too much pressure. So I just want to make sure, son, that you're depressurizing yourself and I also want to Encourage his team and other people to really, really make sure that he's getting the emotional support that he needs around him. Yeah, he may be living for it now. And a, a celebrity therapist because they do. That's what voice. I was gonna say. That's what I really meant. Like it w- with the amount of money y'all spending on his rollouts and his videos, clearly there's a lot of money behind him. Make sure that y'all giving him the support that he needs mentally to be able to handle the world hating him right now, or at least not everyone, because of course there's a lot of us that love him. But the, the, the majority of his own, it's like that really hits in a special kind of way. We know the rejection from our families. We know rejection from the, the people on the buses and trains and how that has hurt us in our lives. I could not imagine receiving hundreds of thousands of death threats a day. Hundreds of thousands of people saying negative shit about you. And you being the kind of person where my platform is what got me here. So I have to engage to a certain extent. But right now, he's not giving a fuck. He has a, um, his last promo pictures having him pregnant. Um, and I live for it. He's pregnant with anticipation for his new album. I can get the fucking metaphor. I, it's not like, it makes sense to me. Like I I really, it's also this-, this hold, hold, hold on, hold let, on,
0: let, let's back up. Let's transition into our last topic.
1: Okay, yes. You go ahead and do the intro to the last topic.
0: So um keeping with little we'll end with little Nas X. Um and again, proud of you for coming in and winning all of your awards. Also, WAP should have won something. WAP WAP was a whole movement last summer, but you know, the, the culture knows what the T is and they got they got their number one. But a couple of weeks ago, Little Nas posted pictures of himself pregnant, um, which was a metaphor for him being pregnant um and waiting for the release date of his of his uh, forthcoming debut album, Montero. Uh, this had a number of reactions from community. Uh particularly I'm gonna focus on the reactions from the trans masculine community. So one of the reactions, there's a very popular person on Instagram, a trans man, his name on on Instagram is Pink Man Ray. And he said he put, he put up this. This mean picture on on Instagram with him that said, "Little Nas, Little Nas X's photo shoot is trans. Little Nas X is transphobic," and basically his perspective is that Little Nas X was using um, pregnancy, um, male pregnancy, which He's is something right, that right? He did. This
1: person talking,
0: half Korean, half white. we'll, we'll get to that. He's using not black. no, not not black. He's using pregnancy as um, a shock value, um, a wow factor, which in and of itself is transphobic and it erases the experiences of trans masculine folks who have to navigate pregnancy and they have to push up against discrimination and um, all of these other things. Now, I will say this, I am not trans masculine. I am not a trans man. Um, so you could take my opinions with a grain of salt. Um also, I believe, I believe trans men when they those who said that they were offended by the picture, I believe that feelings are real and feelings are valid and they um, have every right to be. Although I have a caveat to that, I'm more interested in hearing the experiences of um black trans men, preferably dark-skinned black trans men. Um nonetheless i i believe trans men when they said who um who were um offended by a little X's photo um and and i'm not even going to talk about intent um because i don't feel like um intent um really matters it's about the impact um so i can acknowledge that little not and i don't know little Nas X, i'm only assuming I can imagine that he didn't intend to intentionally offend the trans masculine community, but it can still have the impact of um, being offensive. What I didn't like about, particularly about this, and I'm gonna keep it around the the pink manta ray um, person. Um, in my personal opinion, I felt like it was a stretch to say that um, trans Little nice ex is transphobic for doing this picture. Um, for me, it boils down to the fact. He, he wasn't, he didn't put, like he had a clear reason for why he um, put on this belly and did this um, pregnancy photo shoot. It wasn't like um, he did the photo shoot and was like, um, oh, men don't do this, but I'm doing this, isn't this funny, ha ha. Like I don't feel like that was the intention of that. From my perspective, it kind of feels like um, some of the trans masculine folks that had a problem with it, they were projecting cis people's disgust, cis people's transphobia and their reaction to the photo, they were kind of projecting that onto um, Little Nas X. And it's kind of like, I kind of, from my perspective, I kind of feel like some of them were making, trying to make little Nas X responsible for the, the transphobic comments of um, cis people that had something to say about the picture and it had nothing to do with little Nas X. And because Little Nas X is the Black person um, doing this, he was an easy target when there have been plenty of other white folks that have done the same thing. And-
1: Keep on and speak on. Honest-
0: Yeah, nobody said nothing about them. There hasn't been this big call out of their transphobic. But when Lil Nas X does it, um, it's this big thing. And I'm happy that the community was able to get his ass together because then he had to put out a retraction post where he had to um, acknowledge that the way in which he called out Lil Nas X was rooted in Um, anti-Blackness. Because you didn't have the same energy um you didn't have the same energy for um white folks they have engaged in the same behavior and they haven't been called out on it and you using the excuse "Well, i didn't know about it no when you put that post out there that big blanket you put yourself out there for the critique so yes you we don't care that you were doing um anti-asian work if you want to if you're going to have a problem and be big mad about um, little Nas nice X being pregnant, then that energy needs to carry about across the board. Or I'm left to feel that you only, as a non Black person, feel comfortable calling out and creating all this dissension around Black people, but you don't do the same for uh, white people. Again, um, I don't, again, as somebody who's not a um and that does, is not impacted by male pregnancy, you could take my opinion with a grain of salt because it's not my experience and it's not something that. Uh, I have to go through, but I do, I would be remiss if I didn't call out the anti, and I was one of the people in the comments, along with Diamond Styles and Marshall Plate, along with Dominique Morgan, call, like, you're, you. it's like, you're using your massive platform to be anti-black, and even if you did have the point, the manner in which you did it, and then also the manner in which you were gaslighting people in the comments, and then trying to get us to um, go through the labor to explain why it was anti-black. Like we're stupid and like you were stupid.
1: Oh, girl, don't get me started on that. How they expect you to do the labor of explaining them why they anti-black when 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 there's if you didn't get it before you said it, there's nothing that I'm gonna do that's gonna convince you. And then, and then
0: what really turned it is when he did the baby registry and he listed organizations that supported um, trans masculine. So what you got to say now? Where you post now?
1: Oh, and that to me. Is the key difference, and I and I and I I want to make sure you finish. I don't want to, yeah. I just
0: non black people leave, leave, leave black folks alone, like, let us handle that. Like, let us, like, everybody needs to um stay in their lane, and if you don't want to smoke, don't make the folks. But um, I don't know, I feel like we live in an FNN world, and also the pink manta ray, he did. He did a video with Xavier. I think his last name is Coleman, a black trans man who has um, been pregnant. He has two kids and he's been pregnant twice. So he talked about the experiences. And I believe we live in a both and and world. I believe that people. I believe that trans folks could have felt that what Little Nas X did was transphobic, and what Pink Manta Ray, Ray did was anti-black, but my point still remains the same i feel like people are trying to hold little nas x responsible for cishets people reaction to the idea that um men can even get pregnant that trans men can even get pregnant and that they're saying that oh real men don't get pregnant if you get pregnant you're like little nas x is not responsible for that the cis-het people that are reacting that way they're responsible for that so hold them accountable don't take the easy route out at holding little Nas, little little Nas X is not doing anything but exposing these other people's transphobia. Have and the th- smoke with those people, not with little Nas X.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's the difference for me. So I believe it's not what you do; it's why you. It's not. It's not what you do; it's how you do it and why you do it. So now, getting into the how. So, do I believe that little Nas X put that belly on because he knew it would wear people out? Yes do I think that he thought very very deeply about how that would affect um afab bodies individual AFAB bodied individuals no I don't think he thought that deeply into it I do not when he I don't think he thought that deeply into it originally but what I do appreciate about my son is that he is aware of what his platform is so after he garnered that level of attention like you said he doubled back and did the baby registry that was clearly linking it as an ally to communities that are, that are um, impacted by pregnancy and that are, you know, that make that choice for their life. I do understand that, you know, that there are levels to how things are presented. And I do believe that it, that it, it is room for critique there, right? There is room for analysis. However, I have a problem with white people that use their platform to go after black people just because it's easy to do there are a million different other ways, other reasons, other things that this person could have addressed that is that are problematic in our society today. Um, there's a lot of anti-transness in this world. And I do feel like you, you we, 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 we as a community, because, because the world is so against us, we sometimes can get so sensitive, right? that we assume that every act is an intentional act to defame us. So when you make a statement like, little Nas X is transphobic, you're not opening room for conversation. You're labeling a black man with a title. You know, and and as a white person, you have a responsibility to be careful because the words, the utterances of people, some people assigned female at birth that are white have led to black men historically being murdered, right? the the, uh, people there are, uh, you know, assigned female at birth, and I use that term because there is this direct link to black men being perceived as these predator people, these individuals that are trying to, with their aggressive sexuality, are trying to oppress, you know, white assigned female at birth bodies. And the, the dog whistling of that could potentially make this a different conversation that it's not. Now, I will listen to, the, like my sister said, I will listen to um, individuals that are assigned female at birth or the transmasculine individuals that are black, because this is where intersections matter. This is you, then, as a black person, to me, have more of a room to speak on black culture because you get the culturally specific nuances that are in that are included in this right you understand as a black person how this hits community the with him being a dark-skinned black trans man at the, i mean a dark-skinned black man with a with a pregnant belly you as a black trans man will know what that's like to live that in real life and you probably will know what it's like to see that comment section and be able to relate to a lot of the things that people are saying that have been said to you so those individuals i'm open to hear their critique white people this is where you at your allyships tell you to sit back and i i am i am proud of little non and, and, and
0: non black people of color
1: well and, and let's talk about this also I, I was having this conversation in a group um and you know a lot of people agree with me um people of color is an umbrella term and a lot of white people Use that POC umbrella term to hide amongst us and to gain and to feel like they can speak on the black, the very specific real black reality that we live. And just because you are half Korean, just because you represent a non white race, a non white community or whatever, you are not black and you don't get to speak as if you are equal to our experiences, as if you, you can relate, you know, I was in a group where they were, it was a meme where they were showing a black trans woman and it was like, it was like these figures and there was one that was black that was in the corner and they're all dressed in the trans flag in hoodies. And it was like this, this one trans, but this one trans appeared to be a trans female body, but it could have been a, you know, uh, it was somebody with short locks and in the meme it says, this is how I feel when I'm entering in a lot of trans spaces. And this trans, the black trans person was in the corner and everybody else was dancing and having a good time in the dance floor. And that was indicative to me of the space that white people and these, and, and a lot of the POC, the non-black POC community will do in our space. Yes, as a, as a community, we have Rally together, but white supremacy has crept in and these these white passing or non-black POC individuals um, often will take up the space because now they can say we got people of color and have no black people. Now they can say we have people of color that are making decisions, but these people are not black. And there is still a dearth of Black people being centered in the legislating. There's a there's a there's a lack of Black people being centered in the boardrooms. There's a lack of Black people getting the type of funding that these white organizations can get. You know. Um, there's a lack of visibility that you will get just even with the racist ass algorithms on these platforms. There's a reason why certain people can put up mediocre ass videos and tick tocks and they go viral. But the people that started the dance craze, the date that went viral for, they don't get anything. Or particularly in our world, there's a reason why, you know, we have the content that we have and there are people that's putting out bullshit. But again, because they represent a what people consider the majority, they're gonna let they're gonna allow them to go through farther. It's the reason why a Carmen Carrera ass was sitting on the Breakfast Club. It's the reason why people that really don't have that depth in their analysis are getting promoted that way. And if you are a person of color creator and you're not putting on. Black creators specifically, or you're not giving them the opportunity when you're speaking on our voices and our community, if you're not giving that to someone else to let them give their analysis, you are out of fucking line. And what I was really sharing in that group was this umbrella term is often at the expense of my very real black reality. And y'all not going to gaslight me and say, oh, but because I'm autistic and, Jama- autistic and and Filipino, that I understand what you guys are going through. No, the fuck you don't. It is an entirely, it is a very culturally specific experience to live a Black reality. And that is not often advocated for like it should, but it's often critiqued. So that same person that, that, that same person that was critiquing Little Nas X, it, if, if I'm going through your page and I'm not seeing you constantly advocating for the lives of black people, but your one post on blackness, when I scroll down is up, you critiquing a black man, then that's anti-black for me. And we're going to call that shit out here at box number 512 podcast, because that is why we exist. We exist because we did not see ourselves in the content that was being put out there by the larger LGBT mass media community. We exist because we are aware that if we don't speak for the culturally specific experience of being Black in America, Black trans in America, that you guys will not be interested. So yeah, I'm glad. Oh, I'm glad um, Pink Panther Ray, Man Ray, whoever the fuck. I'm glad that that individual um, got a lesson and that they understood their anti blackness do better. Um, and also, I would love if they would take that same energy that they have a little Nas X and critique the people in the comments, like my sister said, that were going after it, that were spreading this, this, this hatred towards him being a, a male that could be pregnant. I cannot speak on that personally because that is not my experience to be assigned female at birth. But I will say there is a possibility that his um, actions are actually raising awareness to the fact that men can be pregnant, that that, that physical form is it's actually tearing down a wall of visibility for people that have that body when they're pregnant. Um, and the pride, it wasn't like I did not feel in his imagery that there was a mocking, you know, he wasn't like, you know, look, you know, like look at me. I'm a trans man. I, hear, I heard some of the trans men say, "I want my paternity
0: pictures to look like that."
1: That part, like he was honoring the the pregnant belly and the and the, the this masculine, um, this this masculine body that happened to be have this full gravid pregnancy happening, and he was he was speaking with a reverence, and he was talking about his. You know, it's the baby's almost here, and it's you know he's actually giving updates like he's pregnant. And yes, I could see just like you know we would have an issue with, and and I can I see that, that that some trans men could have an issue with like you're really speaking to an experience that isn't yours. You're really right. put, you're, you're really putting on this performative pregnancy that yes you're pregnant for an album, but you're aware that there are people that really have this experience that could go through some shit behind the transphobic hate that you're stirring up, I am I can, but like my sister said earlier, we can walk and chew gum. Both can be true. It can be true that little Nas X might be doing something that could be affecting people, but it could also be true that his intention was not to hurt people. And his intention was to actually challenge and expose the transphobia in others. Both of those things can exist in the same world. And I am proud of him. Even if this is not the most elegant way to handle this conversation. I don't think he was looking for elegance. I do believe he was looking for a moment. And I do believe he is trolling the haters and I love him doing that, but I'm aware that it could affect people and both can be true. Shout out to him. Shout out to um, the trans masculine individuals and the sign female at birth individuals that are listening to this. Um, under the sound of our voice right now, we are trying to be supportive and we would love to hear in the comments what you guys think about this. This is this is interesting. It is something that I think has multiple sides to it. And, and so, some so, I
0: heard somebody have a conversation. They were like, Well how would for the woman? Trans- how would you feel if a cis woman did a photo shoot and she had a prosthetic dick and in in like how would you feel about that?
1: I will be like, getting- would be you- gay. Okay, I would be gagged. I would be gagged, but I would not... Yeah, I would be upset because especially, you know, like, you know, you having a wreck dildo, you squatting in a picture. Like, I could see that that would... But I would, but, but let me tell you, I would be more angry at the comments that we're calling, that would we'll be calling that a she and it, a man, a this and that. Third. Like, I would be more upset at that. Right, I would be more mad at the comments because
0: I know that even though that that's not a real thing, that bodies like that exist. My body exists in that form. And I'm not a, a it, I'm not none of that shit.
1: Right now, if the reality of the reality of it is it's how it's done also. So him doing, you know, pregnancy pregnancy photos that to anybody, that the same type of photos that any woman would t- or any woman or any person that is pregnant would take to to celebrate the new life inside of them and the representation that men can birth life. I don't think that by itself that's inherent. Just like I wouldn't think a woman with a bulge by itself would be right. salacious. Like that women have bulges. There are women that and, have and it's art. I, I could see a, a Bertha being
0: this type of situation. Like I think it could be artistic.
1: But remember I said earlier the who, what, where, when, and how, it that all matters. So who also matters. If now, if 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 Omarion was doing the same stunt, I have a different companion. If a non-community member were having the same stunt that doesn't even understand at all the oppressions of being LGBT and they were doing it for a moment and it was done in a salacious way, then I would have right. a right If a trans, it's one thing to walk, it's one thing to have a slight bulge in the video. It's another to be whole out erect and shaking it at the camera saying, y'all suck my dick and you don't have one. That's going to be a different feeling for me. It would feel different. Right. You know, so it's how it's done, but- I wouldn't be upset. I hope they don't think, I hope nobody asked me that question because I would gag them it, depending, depending on how it's done. If it's done tastefully, I'll live.
0: Which I actually plan as I grow my art collection, I want like some tr- like new trans, like not not like it does it has, like I would like an artistic <laughs>
1: rendering <know>. of like, <laughs> I'm laughing because it's like, I know some people were like, oh, like, no, you're not, it's not, you're not saying necessarily you want trans women jacking off on your wall. No, like I would but I would want to because I want my art to represent me. I want it to represent my I am very into, and this is this I'm very into the cartoon artwork that displays mm-hmm. trans women's bodies in a way, you know. Um there are some there's some it's it's starting to take off here in America, but there are a lot of Japanese art forms that include trans bodies in their cartoon work, and I'm often I find myself, like you said, as I age, seeing the beauty and the artistry and people that are drawing bodies that are similar to my, to me and my communities. Like I am, I am drawn to the images and I do believe, like you say, if, if, We can have those black art pieces where you see the black men and, you know, they being like this and they bald and you see the black men and the black women entwining each other's arms and, you know, that in black art, we're okay showing sexuality and black love. I would love to show sexuality and black love that applies to me specifically and I agree with you sis, I want that for me. I do I, I I do want that for me too it, it would have to be in a, in a boudoir every month there. I don't want to get right yeah it would, it would definitely be in a private area but
0: like I, I definitely think it's not and I just think we need like we need to uh create space for these queer bodies um especially when we're talking not would just for ourselves. nude
1: children. yourself huh would you do a tasteful nude yourself? I would,
0: it would, like, it wouldn't be, like, a picture, but I would do, like, a drawing or, like, a painting. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It would be something I would be open to. <laughs> she but said, um, picture, but, like, but mm-hmm. I, I think on a cultural level and artistic level, we're going to have to get there. And especially on, like, a medical level. Because, like, as we age and for those of us who, well, even if you get, um, for trans femmes, even if you get, um bottom surgery, you still won't have a prostate. And what if you had prostate cancer? So like we we have to keep pushing the needle forward because not just for pop culture value, like our lives depend on being able to access healthcare systems that um, are able to create space for our type of bodies and still give us care. Because some of us are going to have titties on the top and dicks on the bottom. And some of us are going to have no titties on the top and vaginas on the bottom and we still need Everything. health care
1: and our yep. bodies don't
0: need to be sensationalized or eroticized or demonized or criminalized like we need to that's my hope to be in a world where i can just show up anywhere in any state and get medical service especially emergency medical service and not get turned away um because yep. i'm not an trans woman
1: Speaking of emer- services getting turned away, what are your thoughts on? And I know we have to. I would love for you to do a. Br- maybe we could do an episode coming up. And but I do want your just off the gut thought on um, Texas and the abortion ban. And- um, I I think it's disgusting.
0: Um, thank God that that we have the DOJ that we have now, where they uh lost, um. No, they, they've done more than our investigation. They're still in the state of Texas um, for violating the Constitution. Because um, just in a nutshell, Roe v. Wade, which this law was trying to erode, Roe v. Wade ensures um, under the, the due process clause, it ensures, um, it ensures um, AFAD, AFAD people's right to um, get an abortion. sure. It's, um, it, it's part of the privacy rights under the due process clause that you have the right to have that autonom, the, autonom, the, the autonomy over your body to make that decision regarding your reproductive health care. And um, subsequent cases um, have kind of defined like um, what that framework looks like. And um, basically, I can't think of all of the cases because it's been some recent cases. But in a nutshell, you can't create any undue burdens um, from people exercising their constitutional right to get abortions. And this te- Texas has been doing a number of things. They've been doing other things that have impacted my work over the summer. Um, but Texas—it's a—it's a hot, shitty mess. I hope the whole law gets invalidated because it's—it. It's, for me, and this is kind of why I'm gonna be a judge, or just so I can interpret the law. Like, realistically, if you're creating a law that outlaws abortion out uh, after at six weeks. Then most people are not going to be able to get abortions because they don't know that they're most people don't know that they're pregnant until after six weeks or around the, the six week so like it's so just you
1: a woman and you get a cycle and your cycle most women's cycles are not every like to the day so literally if you're getting a cycle and there's like a four week window that you would have it you would not know you were late for real for real until a couple of weeks so that's four or five six. Now it's too late. I'm too late. And I just found out that, and in a lot of cases, you know, that's the earliest that you would have a fetal heartbeat. So literally like you're not even giving really people a chance to diagnose a pregnancy. And then the fact that it doesn't have an exclusion or incest or rape is just what the hell? Yeah,
0: it's just, it's it's really disgusting. And and people just hate, I just hate like the evangelicals and the, the moral, like it, it's so, it's it's so stupid. It's just. So, it's so. It's so stupid. It's not practical. It's going to make abortions dang, more dangerous. I hate the fact that it incentivizes people to report people so that they can or sue folks that are yeah. um, getting abortions so they can get um, financial incentives. Like I just. I think it's perverse. I think it's disgusting. I'm so glad that the DOJ is suing um, yeah. Texas to get this because it, it, like in the time of COVID, where we need to. Give people access to all the medical care that they need. The fact that you're turning people away, it may it, it, it's just it makes it just makes make no sense. I can't wait to the day to Texas. I really hope Texas turns blue because that, cause, you know, and I don't want to discount Texas out because there's a lot of great um, folks doing great work in Texas. But um, that law is just going to make it really hard for people to get um, even more health care. And people have this idea of the type of people that are getting abortions. It's just not just single women that are good at abortions. A lot of people that are good at abortions are um, families, like two married families with kids that literally cannot afford to have any more kids. And you always, you always, it's always the phrase, well, if you couldn't have it, like why would you have kids and you can't take care of them and da, 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 da.
1: The health, people that, people that are making informed decisions about their health because they have other chronic conditions. You know, you have women that may have lupus and they have autoimmune diseases or women that have all kinds of different issues that would make them have to make a decision on whether or not they want to carry this child. What we do know is, is that because we live in a society that has a prominent rape culture also, that a lot of women aren't even consenting to the sex, much less having the the abusers or the rapist baby. Does that make sense? Right. It's just really scary. And, and. And I, and I do believe that this is also not just a women's issue. It's, a, it's for all individuals assigned female at birth, because we also know that there are trans men that often are victims of sexual abuse. And, and in society, there really is no place for them to actually speak out without subjecting right. themselves to the same hatred that everybody was giving Lil Nas X. So then now you have individuals that did not consent to the sexual encounter that are men that are walking around or walking around as masculine presenting individuals whose very life is in danger cause they're not gonna get the mommy belly rubs. They're not gonna get that to be allowed to have that into that sorority of quote unquote motherhood that we give women that when we see their pregnant bodies, they're gonna get the backlash that Lil Nas X was facing. And now if you live in Texas, you may not be able to do what you need to do in enough time to get your, to, to handle what you need to do for your decision. So there's so many different levels to the reasons why people don't have kids. You know, the idea also that there's not an exclusion for incest. Like, what is that about? Because now we know that now you you got these women carrying children that could put their health at risk and their bodies at risk because this is not a situation where the genes are going to come together in a way where there's a high likelihood that there's going to be something, you know, a, a, a complicating factor. You know, there are women that are uh, of a certain age and who have had many miscarriages And now if I can't have this abortion, you're forcing me to have another miscarriage because my womb simply cannot have a child. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's so many levels to this. And I know so they said that they already have in all of the states around Texas, they have a backlog almost going a year now because it's that bad. Like people people are in panic. Because these people are like, you know, all these people now that are pregnant are like, oh shit, this is no longer available. And they're trying to go to all these states and you have people now driving two and 300 miles to have an abortion. And that's good for the people that can do it. But think about the who, who's really going to be affected. Think about the minorities and the and the poor folk that are going to be in their communities stuck and stuck because there's nothing that they can do. I don't have bus fare. I definitely don't have money to get to a whole nother state and pay for an abortion. So God bless everyone. God bless and, and, and my heart is with, you know, all of the individuals that are affected by by um, this. And I do think it's worthy for you to do a breakdown episode, or maybe it's for Patreon, but I do feel like this is a breakdown episode where you can really dig deep into the meat of this DOJ lawsuit. Cause I didn't even know nothing about that. Like, I didn't know that there was actually, that. that's not what's getting promoted in the media. So thank you for bringing that to my attention, but I know we have assigned female at birth individuals, trans masculine individuals that mm-hmm. are on our, on our platform who live in Texas and probably need to know what is happening with the let with the laws around this?
0: Right, right, yeah, but yeah, the, the lawsuit was announced on Friday. Yeah, DOJ announced it on Friday, so thank thank God for Biden and DOJ, and hopefully they are able to uh, move swiftly with that. Because my God, wow. te- yeah, te- Texas, was,
1: and why did Supreme Court turn it away?
0: Because it was, because it's a conservative court now, so they didn't have enough votes to um, hear the case.
1: Oh. It was a five to four. And that's the legacy that Trump put in. Of to- Trump. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. See, now that's a different level too. You know, people didn't know why it was such a big deal. This is why it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: What's
1: well, this? I think we've done an episode. We've done an
0: episode, So Take us
1: out. Yes, yes, yes. So thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice for, um, all of your love and support and pardon our progress as we evolve and as we grow, there are big things coming. We thank you to each and every one of our commenters, each and every one of our supporters. We even thank the haters for motivating us to to rise above you. Thank you for everyone that is uh, following all of our social media platforms. Shout out to our YouTube people. And thank you again to our patrons on Patreon. This has been another episode of Box Number 512 Podcast, Grown Black Trans Woman Talk. And I am one of your co-hosts, the Lionette. And I am Aeon. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Box Number 512 Podcast, Grown Black Trans Women Talk.
1: And don't forget to become a patron on the box number 512 Patreon page, where we have all new, exclusive content.
0: And also, don't forget to follow us on our social media, on our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook pages. And also, become a subscriber on our YouTube page. Until next time, bye. Bye.